You know, Brittany, nothing gives me naked confidence like hitting the gym first thing in the morning. The rush, the endorphins, it just sets the tone for the entire day. Ooh, I like that. Naked confidence. Yeah. It's all about the perfect playlist for me. The right music can uplift my mood instantly. Mm, you know what a close second is for me? What's that? Not stinking. <laughs> That's why I use Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's like a secret weapon against odor powered by mandelic acid. Yeah, you're odor-free for up to 72 hours. I love how Lumi tackles every odor concern with natural ingredients, and I appreciate its versatility. I tried it everywhere, from pits to feet. It never disappoints. Plus, it's baking soda-free and pH balanced for safe use. And the fact that it's clinically proven to block odor all day, well, that's a game changer. Definitely. And with Lumi Starter Pack, new customers can get $5 off with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. It's a great deal for a fresh start. Don't miss out on feeling confident everywhere you go. Visit lumideodorant.com and use code TLC for a special discount. That's L-U-M-E deodorant.com. Cheers to confidence with Lumi. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I'm a parent, and when I do that, it's parenting, Yeah. right? My, our kids are children. What when they're being children? What is that? Childrening? <laughs> what is that? What would you? How would you? What? What's the word? I I need to know the I word. I actually have no idea what you're saying right now. When they're childrening, <laughs> childrening. <laughs> Kids can be assholes. Yes. Kids can be assholes. Where's the safe place for us? You're listening to the Laughing Couple podcast with your hosts Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Join them weekly as they discuss topics such as relationships, kids, sex, parenting, all unfiltered, and all with a healthy dose of laughter. Please welcome your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Good morning. Guten Tag, Brittany. Um, how are you? I just feel like um, we haven't spoken. We've gone through like the last like week. It's been here's the baton fucking run. I feel like run. you've been giving me the baton a lot this last week. So, you, yeah. We, yeah. Well, it's you. not been a back and forth. It's been like a hold this and run. Keep running. Oh, yeah. You're like, hold this. I have to golf for five hours yesterday. I'm like, I got this. Yeah. It's a baton and I hold it, too. Yeah. Well, it's not just me being like, here's the baton. Goodbye. I feel like it has been this that week. Was not That's like, okay. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that, Brittany. I, I, I said, yes. No, I said, I feel like we haven't talked. And you were like, you give me to me. Like you're the one that was getting defensive. Not me. I'll uh-huh. just give it right back to you. You want to play that game? You want to play that game? I'll play. You will lose. I will play okay. that game. That's okay. In, you mo- in, most we- in most weeks, in most weeks, you have very strong a chance of winning that argument, but not this past week. I've, I have really stepped it up oh, in this last week. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, this is going to be an interesting podcast. Yeah. I'm not going to get into the details of it. Do you want to go into, I love you and you're annoying? Sure. Not the, what to what, what dance my dick, but, um, this is a, this is a very small annoyance that I have. I love you dearly. This is a very small annoyance. 
So last night, the night prior is a perfect example of how it should go versus how it went. Mm. And this is so small, but it's like this, the little small things that, you know, add up compound and eventually I just don't like you. Um, I haven't reached that yet. Just to be clear. <laughs> I don't know if I'm so going to make it through this podcast, you, to be honest. When you um, go out with your girlfriends or you're out in the evening, whatever, I always, as you know, I always stay up for you. Right. I always stay up. I always want to make sure you're home. I always check in. How was your night? Blah, 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 blah. Sometimes I don't if you're in late and I have to go to bed. But what I always do is I want to lock the front door because you lock the front door. But I know that when you come around the corner, that area is not well lit. Mm. And so when you're trying to search for your keys, when it's when the door is locked, it's hard to do so. So I always turn the light on for you. Oh, and I didn't leave the light on. You never do. Oh, I'm sorry. You never do. You lock the door. And you turn the light off. And That's I'm fair. always like, I can't fucking see. So I've got my flashlight out. And I'm like, I'm like, why does she turn the light off? Yeah. Like she knows I'm coming home. She knows it's late. She knows it's pitch black. She knows our porch is pitch black. Why don't you turn the light on for me? That's that's totally valid. I will make a mental note and I will start doing that for you. That's a good that's a good one. I'll take that. Yeah. I'll put that on my back. You want to know what else is a little annoying <laughs> about last night? Sure. So the the night prior, as you know, you were out a little bit late and that's cool. And when you came home, where was I? On the couch couch. waiting for you. So you had a friend over last night to entertain you while I was gone. Right. And so I know what time they left because I saw it on my phone Mm -hmm. and I called you just to be like, oh, hey, I'm, I'm like right around the corner. I didn't know if they wanted to wait so I could say hello to them, which was fine. I passed her. We waved to each other in the car. I show up. 10 minutes later. Right. And you're in bed. Yeah. Like you couldn't wait 10 minutes for me to walk in the door just to say, hello, how was golf? It was great, by the way. It was probably the best round of golf I had played all year long. I was striping the ball right where I wanted to. I had a couple of really bad shots. But other than that, I was very like, I wanted to come home and talk about it. Mm, I didn't get a chance to. Are you done? I was like, oh yeah. I walked in the door. I'm like, well, I guess I'll just go fuck myself. I just think like it's really funny that you're upset that you got to go play a game of golf and I didn't wait up for you so you could tell me about your game of golf. Are you fucking kidding me? Like when you put it that way. Yeah. Like I you were like, hey, do you mind if I go golf? I'm like, go for it. Have fun. And then Cooper has this infected toenail. So I went from like dropping Riley off, podcasting yesterday, going to pick Cooper up, picking Riley up, coming home, feeding the kids, then like figuring out his infected toenail to rushing to the doctor's office with both kids then going to pick up the prescription and then you're already gone and i didn't wait up to talk to you about your golf game are you fucking kidding me like yeah but you, like no hold on no but no you can't put no. it that way yes i can because that's what happened yeah, i was real, no hold on it, that doesn't you got to talk for me. you got to talk like that I, i'm sorry that i went to bed like i had my girlfriend come over i didn't i totally missed your call like honestly i did not see that you called me you asked me this morning if you're like i called you yesterday i'm like i didn't i didn't see it kristen left i went upstairs washed my face checked on the kids, went to bed, like fully dead ass tired. I'm sorry that I didn't stay up. So you could tell me about all the birdies you made. Like <laughs> I only made one birdie, like, uh, but it was an awesome. Oh one. my <laughs> you God. Want me to right now? No, oh. I do not. Okay. I don't care. I'm so glad you had a good time, but it's like on the last like, hole, it's a great way to fuck. finish a round. Anyways. I'm like, okay. 15 foot putt for birdie. I'm like, eh, I don't even have, makeable. I don't have an, I love you and you're annoying because I feel like we have so much that we need to talk about after the podcast. 
like later that we just need to decompress because Ryan and I have been like, I get like we've said, we've been just passing the baton and this is when we usually start to like nitpick at each other. And Pass I feel and like, yeah, yeah, like we just fuck you. <laughs> Pass and hold. Okay. Anyways, I don't think that this podcast can handle all of the stuff I need to say. So like, let's leave that for another time. Everything's fine. Um, so it doesn't seem fun. I feel everything's fine. It's just like this is and we've talked about this so much like we we don't argue a lot. But when we are so busy separately, that's when we like that's when we aren't connecting and we're not communicating because we just simply are not speaking because we're so busy in our like respective lanes that we get frustrated with one another. And so we do need to have a check in. Uh, I was asked to golf tonight, but I was like, no, I, I actually have to sit with my husband. So. I also um, don't own golf clubs. That too. Yeah. That's fine. I didn't mean golf. Like I was asked to like hang out and I was like, no, honestly, like I need to have, I, I miss Ryan. We should talk. So I, I didn't hang out with my friend cause I thought our marriage needed. I appreciate some, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause you probably hung I out with that get, exact friend I, all weekend. No, I'm I guessing. didn't. I haven't seen her actually. That's fine. Anyways. No. Um, so what I want to talk about is that this is funny. So last, last Friday we went to, um, Paris drink fest, which is this little drink fest at, in Paris, which is exactly what we went to Paris drink fest, which is a little, uh, like okay. a festival it's where like you drink a brewery in Paris. Where, like a, a whole bunch of, uh, yeah. a whole bunch of, uh, breweries and, uh, alcohol brands. Like they come, they, they have tents, you buy tickets, you get tokens and there are the trues were playing. They were amazing. So we went the truth. Can we just say first? Oh my the God. Trues? Incredible. I didn't realize that the trues had so many songs that I knew. I don't think you realized you were alive <laughs> during the event. <laughs> we'll get to that, but you're right. Like we, <laughs> we fair. knew like everyone knows a couple of true songs, but like more than, more than that, I was so blown away with how incredible they were alive. Like it's, it was, I just was like, his voice was so good. Like it's a lot to play live and sound even better than you do on the radio. And like the conditions weren't ideal. Like it was gross, muggy. Then it got freezing. Like well, they were the, just amazing. Weren't ideal for me. Um, so yes. But so, I will, I will it was his, his voice was like Rayleigh Montaigne. Or Lero Montaigne. Yeah, it had, it had this rasp. like rasp. It's like, does that guy smoke <gasps> a lot? I'm yeah. like, how does he keep that? Cause when he talks, he doesn't talk. Oh, like this. Yeah, he does a little. A little? Yeah. Does he? Yeah. I don't okay. know. I don't really remember to me. I'm just sitting here thinking like I've did that macho man skit. Right. Uh and and Jake and I worked on that for about half an hour and I lost, lost my voice, voice for two days. Yeah. Two yeah. days. Lost my voice. Maybe he does smoke a pack a day or smoke a pack right before he has to perform. Oh, but just to my get it. God. And his, his what do you call it? Like vibrato. the vibrato, like in his yeah. voice. That was That's identical. It was insane. <laughs> so good. What is that? Sorry, yeah. That was my phone. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. DJ DJ Brittany. Yeah. So, so okay, so Friday, we get there. So before we go, we go to our friend's house and uh we talked about this before, but like we will do like a weed gummy um and like just so everybody knows cuz it's not legal in in all of America, right? Like weeds have been legal in Canada for a really long time. Um, and so every once in a while, like Ryan will do, Ryan and I will both do like weed gummies because we don't, 
I'm not a big weed smoker. Like I cough my brains out when I'm smoking, but every once in a while we'll do a little gummy and we just giggle. So and, Ryan, and I do, I, I will take it when I have a really bad headache, yes. which I did Yes, the have THC, a really bad headache that day coming right. to the party. And I thought there's going to be 10 strangers here. I've got a really bad headache. I don't want to be a dick. I don't want to be a dick. So I'm just going to so take Ryan, something that's going to take away the pain a little bit. Ryan <laughs> takes a gummy, okay? And uh, everything's fine. Like, everything's going great. And we walked to the venue, and it was like a, it was like the grown-up Goonies. Like, everyone just got so high so quickly. Ryan was crossing the street at the non-crosswalks. Like, you were, like, going, like, there was the crosswalk, and then you were, like, fuck this crosswalk, and you went, like, 20 feet ahead of it. And, like, you just, it was so bizarre. So everything's fine. We get to the event, okay? And it's, like, you went through a portal, and you had this you landed from the wall, actually. You were, like, and now I'm in another portal, another dimension. You went from being, like, fun, chill, like, everything's great, Ryan, to being, like, I don't know what dimension I'm in. And I was like, are you okay? And you were like, I'm not, I'm not okay. So we sat down. I'm like, okay, like you're, you're going to be, you were having a really bad trip. And so you asked, you asked me to go take you to the bathroom four times. Okay. Throughout the, for, through, throughout the hour. Okay. Hold on. So I take you to the bathroom and then you tell, <laughs> you tell me the next morning, you're like, just so you know, I went to the bathroom every time and just held my dick and I didn't even, (laughs) you were like, I was just staring down, looking at my dick being like, are we doing this? Like, what are we doing here? Why are you letting me down? I keep telling people I have to pee, but I don't have to pee. You're screwing me up here. You were saying, so you, for the first hour, it wasn't good. Like we had to talk you through it. Our, but my brother-in-law was like, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. But Pete was also like, let me be clear. I don't. So I eat the edibles that we yes. buy from the distilleries here. Yes. This wasn't what one I of ate those. was not that. No. And no. I'm telling you whatever someone gave me, which is like, I don't do that. Yes. Like I'm pretty responsible. Whatever someone gave me wasn't, there's no way that it was cannabis. Yes, I know. Guys, have you tried the new wellness shots from good vibes juice? We have, and they're amazing. Perfect for boosting immunity and feeling great. Good Vibes Juice makes all-natural wellness shots with ingredients that support your immune system. And they honestly taste good. Plus, they're great to have before you feel sick or even to help you recover faster. It's like having Granny's homemade remedy, but conveniently pre-made. They have three different shots to choose from, Sick Day, Get Well, and Turmeric Daily. The Sick Day shot has echinacea and ginger, known for fighting off colds and boosting immunity. The Get Well shots feature elderberry, a superfood ingredient that helps increase immunity, and the Turmeric Daily has turmeric and chamomile. My personal favorite is the Turmeric Daily. It has turmeric and chamomile, which for me, having recently turned 40, is great for anti-inflammatory and calming properties. What's great is that these shots are all natural with no preservatives or additives. You can take them as a shot or mix them with hot water for a soothing tea. And here's the best part. Visit goodvibeswithansjuice.com and use promo code TLC to get free shipping and 20% off your first order. That's www.goodvibesjuice.com with promo code TLC. Let's boost our immunity and feel great with Good Vibes Juice. Shout out to Claritin for providing samples and sponsoring this episode. Full disclosure, I was listening to you talk the other day and I was thinking to myself, why does he sound that way? And then I remembered that it's allergy season and that's just your voice because you're so stuffed up. Ah, yes. The old allergy congested accent. 
Luckily for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. Oh, perfect. So I won't have to listen to you speak like this for the next few weeks? What? You're not into it? It's not uh, not endearing? No comment. Designed for serious allergy sufferers like Ryan. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieves your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. Claritin D tackles nasal congestion caused by allergies or a cold and also relieves sinus congestion and pressure due to allergies. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. So convenient. Just ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. And remember, only use as directed. Well, hold on. So you were trying to like, you were like, I think I have to go home. And my brother-in-law was like, no, like you cannot go home. You do not want your father-in-law to pick you up and try to work you through it. So, so he was like, I got you. Don't worry. Like, just follow me. Okay. So then he turns around. There are people brought their lawn chairs. Okay. And so there's an elderly couple in between, like sitting on the lawn, waiting for the show. Pete is like, follow me. I got this. <laughs> yeah. he was like just like literally grabs you then tries to squeeze between four centimeters in between this two these two <laughs> chairs i was like what the fuck is he doing and he was like just follow me just follow me he, he's literally like shimmying through these two chairs and i was like pete like that's not a path and i'm not joking it was four inches and it you wasn't. were just looking at him and you're like no and so, <laughs> so like, then, no pete no some guy was there's like, a path right there you're walking between oh people oh my god like, I i'm was not following crying. You. and at one point this guy he was so cool he was like you're gonna be all right man like you're gonna be fine like you know what let's go grab an ipa okay he said this to you like two times and like every time you were you were dead ass serious he'd be like you know what let's go grab an ipa you'd look at him and you were like no, I do not want an IPA. Yeah. <laughs> I do not I want green eggs and ham. Like you were so no. curt and serious. And so I was like, okay. And then I put my hand on your back. Okay. And I was like, trying to try to rub your back. And I'm like, did it rain? And I'm like, I like, I I'm pretty drunk, but like, I don't think it rained. And then you were like, I think I'm kind of hot. So you took off your chest. And your hoodie, you were soaking wet. You were sweating. You sweat through your fleece hoodie. Like it was like a light blue. It went to a deep turquoise. Like I'm pretty, I'm pretty sweaty. And like, you look at my armpits. The guy beside us who wanted to get an IPA with you, he he was like, oh, it can't be that bad. Oh my God. Oh my God. That was so Are you okay? I'm like, no, I don't think so. I I think I'm sweating. Like, no, I'm not okay. It was not good. Honestly, this is so funny. This is why I am like, I... I've had gummies numerous times in like the five years that we've been allowed to eat them in this country. Yeah. This was not that. This was, you say a bad trip. You don't have trips when you're on, when you're on a cannabis gummy, especially the, the minimal amount that I do. I felt like I was in purgatory. Well, that's what you said, because when we first got there, like we sat down and I was like trying to like talk you through it. There was just two chairs when we got there and then we got up and we started walking around and you were like. I honestly don't know if I'm still sitting on those chairs and it's just my soul, like just continuing to like walk about. And, uh, so you were really messed up, but I, I like wrote down a couple of the things so I wouldn't forget, but one of them was (laughs) somebody was like, 
man, like we're so like, we're so hungry. Like we need to get more food. And then everyone's like, yeah, yeah, more food. And then all of a sudden you're just like, yeah, or support. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We need more food, more food. Yeah. Or more support. Like you were, you were struggling, but you went, you got through it. You got through that like really dark tunnel of a purgatory came out on the other side super super happy um that we met so many awesome people there who were like oh we follow you which was like honestly my nightmare because at one point this one like there was somebody coming up and talking to you we were both there she was so sweet and then you just leaned over and you were like I'm not going to lie. Like I'm really high right now. I cannot partake in this conversation. I have to go. And then you left me and I was yeah. like, oh, but she was laughing. She was so great. Um, I felt bad because I, the problem is um, when you do, when you do cannabis uh, gummies, sometimes you get self-conscious. Totally. Right. And I, I did not want to come across as an asshole. Oh, I get I it. I didn't want to be rude. I didn't want to be disrespectful. And in my head, I was like, I just, I'm not in a space right now that I feel comfortable having uh, chit chats with yeah. people and I don't want it to come across as I don't care because yeah. I do care genuinely. And I remember looking at the one girl and I'm like, I, know. I just, I don't I, know I, what you're saying. I can't have this conversation with you right, right. now. Here's Brittany. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Do you, um, you were, you were fine. Like it, you weren't being rude, but I totally understand. And when we got there too, like I, I was a little a little like nowhere near you like I was I felt good but then I we went to um Friday vodka which was one of the um like brewer, not brewers it's vodka one of the brands that were there so I <laughs> so they give you a, a glass right everyone gets a glass then you buy tokens and you put your token in for what you want so it was like literally right right when we got there so I was at my peak I didn't use one token not no, one. at the end of the night Ryan, three tokens Ryan for drinks pulls I didn't out his baggie he's like Look at all these tokens. Yeah, I found right. all my tokens. Okay. I'm like, so who wants a drink? Cause I've got a bunch of tokens and I'm not drinking. We, I, so I go over to Friday vodka and, uh, I was at my peak of feeling really great, but a little high. So this lovely lady was like, what can I get you? And then, and I was like, I'll take that. And it was one token. So I give her, I give her my token. And so then she, <laughs> she puts her hand out. And so I was like, Right. She wants to hold my hand. So I took, I took, I took her hand like this. Okay. And then she was like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Here no. to talk about the Lord. <laughs> She's like, no. So then she points. So I was like, oh, she wants my other hand. So I, I let go. And then I grabbed her hand with my left hand. And then she was like, no. And like points again. So then I like encompassed her hand with both of my hands. And then I was just like praying with her. And then she was like, I need your glass. <laughs> and I was like, I can never return here. Uh, My friend Chelsea was like, we're never coming back to this tent. And I was like, that's valid. I can't return. It was so embarrassing, but it was so fun. I think because we don't partake in this stuff. Yeah, it was a lot. When we do, being in a, (laughs) being in a forest with a bunch of strangers, it looked like Frodo Baggins, like, lair. Yes, it did. And it was, it was like, what is it? A Celtic? It's like a village. It? Yeah. It was nice. It was cute. Mm-hmm. I just, I just shouldn't have been there. That's yeah. my, that was my only problem is I should not have been there. Yeah. And, uh, I couldn't get your dad to pick me up at seven o'clock at night because <laughs> that would be You'd weird. never live that down either. But yeah, I'll tell you my favorite thing about that night was Pete. So Pete, uh, 
Pete did not get the in, the impacts that I got right. from whatever it is that both he and I ate. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, but I remember him looking at me one time. He's like, right. I'm like, yeah. He's like, you're, you're high. And I'm like, I know. I know. He's like, you ate that to get high. Right. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, now you're high. I'm like, I know. He's <laughs> like, so just fucking be high, man. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I know, but Pete, I don't know why anyone wants to feel this way. Yeah. It doesn't feel good. I don't like it. I want to go home and I want to find a bed and I want to wake up in the morning and not feel like this. But this is why you did it, man. I honestly, got, honestly, God, I felt like I was in a, I felt like it was in a, like uh, a Cheech and Chong. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I felt like I was in a movie uh, that was like a parody of my life. And I'm like, this is gotta end. Like but then now. he would like try to be so serious and then he'd turn around and he was like, yeah, it's a fork man, rainbow, rainbow prostitute. Yeah. And I was like, what? Like, look behind him. This guy has like a, a fork behind his ear for like when he was eating poutine. He's wearing rain boots. And Port was like, or Pete was like, that guy, he's the, he's the fork man, rain boot, rain boot prostitute. And I was like, oh, okay. All right. <laughs> and you're like, my, you're going to be my guide. Yeah. He was like, you're my, <laughs> like, yeah. And you, and you're the guide. And at the, be- the best, the best part is at the end of the night, I started feeling like really good yeah. after about an hour and I didn't drink, I didn't do anything else. So I'm like, you had all your tokens. Yeah. I'm like, I, I feel good. And then the best part is at the end of the night, everybody was coming to me as to like, how are we get out of this place? And I'm like. Guys, two hours ago, nobody trusted me to even sit in a chair. And yes. now all of you are coming to me to escort you out. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Follow me. You went the wrong way. You tried to climb over the barricade. Well, <laughs> I didn't go the wrong way. Yes, I, you did. I didn't go the wrong way. I knew that it was the wrong way. But I said to myself and to everyone else, why walk all the way around when that fence is like three feet high? We just go over it. Because there were literal like like security everywhere because they, they don't want, understood. They don't want you to leave with your full glass of alcohol. Like they make you dump it upside down before you leave. And Ryan's like, <laughs> you were like, this is coffee. And the girl was like, well, how can I trust you? And she's and you were like, smell it. It's coffee. And and it was. But it was an espresso martini. You're like, see, why would I lie to you? And he like got right through security like when we were leaving. And then you're like, it was a martini. Yeah, it was the espresso martini. That lovely girl. I lied to her and I didn't even know. Oh, yeah. It was a full. I thought you got me a coffee. No, it was delicious. Wasn't it so good? I thought it was a cold brew coffee that you got. (laughs) (laughs) It was an espresso martini. I, I did not purposely. If you're listening to this podcast, I did not lie to you. I thought I had a coffee in my hand. You know, it was, it was a coffee with alcohol. Yeah. Well, there you Anyways, go. Anyways, it was such a good time. Hey, Ryan. Yes. You stink. Um, okay. I stink too. Don't worry. Everyone actually stinks and it's normal to have body odor just in case you needed a reminder. Okay. Thank you for that. But the best part is you don't have to stink. <laughs> just try Lumi whole body deodorant. You're right. And Lumi's powered by mandelic acid, tackling odor for 72 hours from pits to feet, even private areas. It's incredible. Over 300,000 five-star reviews, and you can literally use it everywhere. And the scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or my personal favorite, toasted coconut, make it refreshing. Plus, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that's over 40% off. Stay confident from head to toe with Lumi. Try it with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. That's code TLC at L-U-M-E-D-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Stay fresh, everyone. Um, Can I tell you the story about Cooper? 
Yes, I really do. want to tell the story about Cooper because uh, we had a we had a guest on our podcast probably about a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, where she was talking about the birds and the bees and how to have the conversation with your kids. And she said it pretty simply. She said, your kids don't understand the magnitude of sex. Right. So just tell them what it is. Mm-hmm. It's a penis and a vagina or whatever combination you want to do. It's as, it's the same thing as saying the sky is blue. And so I butchered it with, with Riley, but with Cooper, I was just very nonchalant. He asked me how babies were, were created. And I told him, I said, well, he's like, well, how did you guys create me? And I said, well, I took my penis and I put it in your mom's <laughs> vagina. Jesus Christ. And, uh, and, uh, he's going to go to school the first day and be like my summer, my dad took his penis and put it in my mom's vagina. And I said to him, I'm like, I said, you know, your balls. He's like, yeah. I'm like inside your balls are little teeny, teeny fish. Oh my God. <laughs> right. And, uh, he's like, they're fish. I'm like, yeah, little teeny fish. You can't even see them. I said, <laughs> you okay, Jake? <laughs> and I said, when the timing is right and you and your partner decide that you want to have a baby, you take your penis and you put it into the, and you put, I put it into your mother. And, um, anyways, anyways, I I said to him, and then it's a seafood buffet. I'm like, and then these little teeny fish swim in your mom and they find this egg and then they go in the egg and they make a baby. And that's how we made you. And that's how we made Riley. And he's like, oh, okay. So, you know, a couple days go by two nights ago, he's sitting there and he says to me, ah, dad. I don't know where, yeah. so I'm not really sure what he was thinking. Right. Well, he probably was like, I don't feel like I want to eat fish tonight. Anyways, <laughs> that has double meaning when he gets older. Anyways, <laughs> oh, I shouldn't have said that. No, that's that. gross. Yeah. Etch a sketch. Um, he says to me, dad, I, I don't think I want to do a uh, birth. No. Yeah. And I said, what? He's like, I don't think I want to do the birth thing. I'm like, what's the birth thing? He's like, I just don't think I want to put my penis in someone's vagina. <laughs> I'm <laughs> like. Oh, you mean the sex thing? He's like, yeah. "Yeah." Not into that. And I said, well, that's cool, Coop. I Mm -hmm. said, the thing about sex is you don't do it until you want to do it. And you're you're not, and you shouldn't want to do it right now. You're not not, an adult. This is not a conversation for you to even be pondering right now in Mm -hmm. your life. But at some point in time, you may want to do that or some version of that. And at that time, this will be a different conversation. And we can have a conversation about it. Yeah. He's like, oh, okay. I'm like, I don't want to do the birth. I don't thing. want to do the birth thing. I love that. Yeah. Well, that's like Riley. She's like, I'm adopting. I'm like, perfect. You want to adopt? She's like, there's no way a baby's coming out of my vagina. I'm like, well, mine came out of my stomach. So anyway, they're cut open. Okay. Yeah. So. No, I know. Uh, <laughs> I know. I had, a, I had a wonderful conversation uh, with Chelsea on Friday about birth. Was this before or after you were in purgatory? No, about birth. And I, and uh, this is a very, and I think this is worth mentioning because um, she was talking about, um, she just had a procedure done and now she doesn't pee when she sneezes. Mm-hmm, right. And mm-hmm. we were talking about peeing when she sneezes. And she said, well, Brittany pees when she sneezes or jumps on trampolines or whatever. I'm like, yeah, she does. And then I said, like, Chelsea, I, I have never talked to my wife about this. I said, but I don't want to come across insensitive when I say this. But why does Brittany pee when she <laughs> when she jumps on a trampoline? No, it's a legit question. I know, but it's so weird that you're not asking me. You're like, you know what? I'll ask Chelsea. Well, she anyways. And I, I said, like, why? Like, I'm like, I don't mean it to be insensitive. Brittany gave birth to two of our children, but she never 
delivered a baby vaginally. So why would, why would she still pee when she jumps on a trampoline? Because there was nothing that was actually done down there. And I didn't know it was, it was just the pressure on the bladder and all of that fun stuff and mm-hmm. all of the stuff that actually happens in the innards yeah. that, that messes everything else up, mm-hmm. uh, displaces it or yeah. whatever that makes that happen. And I was like, I didn't want to be like the insensitive jerk that says that, but to I me, did, to I, me. but I wanted to know why you pee. But you've also said, you've, you have said that to me though. You're like, you didn't give birth for your vagina. So why do you pee? I also had like contractions, like post-birth contractions, even though I had a C-section, you're like, <laughs> So you're not having contractions and, I, and you didn't have a baby there. I'm like, it doesn't matter. Like you're contracting inside. Yeah. Well, I didn't know these things. And, <laughs> I know, and, and, but and I love how you're like, why are you peeing? Like, well, you don't have pee your vagina. <laughs> well, you, the way that you presented it is like, I had two babies. And in my head, I'm like, yeah, you did have two babies. Not in your head. You've said this out loud. Okay. So I... <laughs> I wanted to talk to someone else about this because I didn't like your answer, I guess. Yeah, you were like, she's lying. Yeah. I'm like, either way, I don't remember having this conversation with you. Well, either way, I, do. I got an answer. Yeah. And the that answer was the wasn't same a, as mine. And the answer wasn't offended. Well, the answer was the same as mine. You were question. like, I need to, I need a second opinion. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Anyways. Anyway, okay. So let's kind of go into the end of this as we like what what time is it? Wow. Okay. So we'll talk about how so it's the last two weeks of summer for us in Ontario and I have found this school yeah yeah sorry um so school starts in two weeks I found this last year I found this the year before um but particularly this year because both of our kids are now going back to school like this this past year was Cooper's first full year of school and I find that our kids are just so done with summer and I know that sounds bizarre and they don't realize that they're done but it does make sense. Like their, their attitudes, their patients are, are so slim right now because they haven't had structure. They go a full year, full, whatever, 10 months of structure. You're having breakfast at the same time. You're getting up. They know what they're doing. There's a schedule and there's a routine. And then summer comes and it's amazing. The first month they're like, this is great. We don't have to get up for anything. We're doing like, like, um, the surprise days, whatever. And then it kind of gets old really quickly and they can't regulate their emotions. And so I've noticed this really does happen the last two weeks. It's like, we're already living in September. Like I'm already like, I'm so ready. But yesterday was a hard day um, because Riley was just getting so like argumentative about everything. We were in the car Cooper brought her slime. Okay. And I was just like, let's just get out the door in retrospect. I should have been like, no, you're not bringing the slime, especially because it was hers. So she gets in the, we get in the car, Cooper's playing with it. He splits it in half and gives half to Riley. And it was like almost identical in the amount they both had, like maybe a millimeter more Cooper had, and she would not let this go. She was like, Cooper has more. He's lucky he's playing with this. And it was just like, yep, 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 yep. And I'm like, can you can you not? And so I'm like, Riley, he has like the smallest amount more. Like you can't even tell. And she would make valid points. And she's like, well, it is mine. Like uh, it is my slime and I'm letting him play with it. And I was like, I understand that, but like, it's not a big deal. But then under her breath, she'd be like, it's my money. And maybe it is a big deal. And like, you think that anyways. And so I was trying to calm myself down and it got me thinking about, and I was calm until I wasn't, I snapped. I like took the I took the slime and 
Bless you. Thank you. Rolled down my window and I was like, I'm going to throw this piece of shit out the window if you guys don't shut up. And they were like, oh, my God. She was like, Mom, why are you freaking out? I'm like, are you okay? Bless you. No. And so I did lose my mind a little bit. And then I took a couple seconds. I was like, can no one talk to me for like the next three minutes? Like I'm losing it. And then I apologized after because she was having valid points and I understood what she was saying, but she was just annoyed. She was poking at her brother. Everything that he was doing was so annoying. But I started thinking about how, you know, the whole gentle parenting thing, because I was not gentle in my parenting. I was aggressive parenting. Like I was freaking out. And I think it's really important to kind of amalgamate gentle parenting and just being like stern, like and losing it sometimes. And if you lose it, you need to have the humility to go apologize after because now it's showing your child like I'm going to make mistakes, but I can own up to them. I can apologize to you. And I really struggle with gentle parenting. And like, that's it, because I'm like, how are you giving your like, how are you preparing your child? to go out in the real world. And if someone loses it on them, okay, like, are they just, they don't know what to do, right? They're so used to the safe space in their home and their parents know how to do this, but that is not what's happening in the real world. Like, where is the medium there? Like, how do you meet in the middle? What would, if, so I'm a parent and when I do that, it's parenting, Yeah. right? My, our kids are children. What, when they're being children, what is that? Childrening? What is that? What would you, how would you, what, what's the word? I, I need to know the I word. I actually have no idea what you're saying right now. When they're children-ing. <laughs> children-ing. <laughs> when they're, they're being children? Yeah. Well, the reason I say that is there's gentle parenting, but like, why can't there be fucking gentle children-ing? <laughs> you know what I mean? No. Like, we talked about this a couple podcasts ago. Did later. We? Kids can be assholes. Yes. Kids can be assholes. Where's the safe place for us? Yeah, that's true. Right. We, we have to, we, like oh. maybe my kid isn't a gentle kid. Like he doesn't respond to that. Right. But like, it's like, that's true too, but that's yeah. not where I'm going with this. Right. Your children. I'm, I'm going with this, like children. <laughs> I'm going with this, like, we need to create the safe place for our children to feel Fair. their emotions. Yes. Right. Like I'm allowed to feel my emotions. Why? But are we not allowed to feel our emotions? Well, that whole thing is like, and then it goes back to like, you're an adult. You should be able to control yourself, which but that's I, not true. It's not. There are times it's where it's not you, even fair. You'll lose it as an adult. Like you will lose your mind as an adult to another adult. So you're basically telling your child like, that like that doesn't exist outside of this home. Like you, you always have a space to feel your feelings and everyone else. And I get it. Like we're not saying, cause I know a lot of gentle parenting people are going to be like the fuck, but people, I, I think that it's okay to have that space for your kids to feel their emotions. You can validate those, but you're right. We need to be able to also validate our emotions, 100%. obviously in check. Like you're not going to be like swearing at them and freaking out, but there will be times where you may be yell. Or lose it. It's just a matter of making sure that that's not going to over, like you're not doing that more than you're not. And if you do, you need to go and have a sit down talk with your child and be like, listen, mommy, mommy was really angry. She snapped. She shouldn't have reacted that way. I, my anger got the best of me. Like I, this is me apologizing. Cause it's now not only showing your child that you're a human being and you will lose it to prepare them for when another person loses their mind. But it's also saying like, like I and I now can apologize to you. So if you lose it, you need to now apologize to somebody else. I also think my parents raised me, and this is the this was language that was used on a regular basis. Every action has an equal and opposite reaction. 
Your children need to understand that they can feel their emotions and not be assholes. Yeah. If your child is disrespecting you or disrespecting somebody else, you as a parent, it is your job and your responsibility to make sure that they know how to function in society. And you cannot act out. You cannot stomp your feet. You cannot yell and scream. It's inappropriate. And then have no Wildly inappropriate. To not have a consequence, I'm sorry. I'm all for gentle parenting. I'm all, like, uh, to a degree. Yeah. I'm all for the, let them have a safe place to feel their feelings, validate their feelings. I'm all for that. That is very effective communication. And there needs to be, like, a, and you're not allowed to do this. Well, I you're think not it's allowed like, to be disrespectful. That's the difference, right? Like if you're really frustrated and your child is like throwing shit or whatever, you can be like, that's not like, that's an inappropriate response. You can't be like, it's fine. I know that you're angry and like, it's okay. No, it's not okay. Because when you get older, you can't be throwing shit at your workplace. No, there are your a boss lot of, isn't going to be like, it's fine. There are a lot of people in jail right now. <laughs> No, I'm being serious. That word gentle parented? No, I'm not suggesting that. Maybe, but no. What I'm saying is there are a lot of people in jail right now who felt their feelings and acted on their feelings. And that five second reaction that they had to their feelings put them in jail. Mm. You have to be able to teach your children. Manage your emotions. Feel your emotions, but manage your emotions. Regularly. Separate yourself from other people if you feel like you cannot physically deal with the emotions mm-hmm. that you're dealing with hitting people yeah. yelling at people swearing at people throwing we things tell at people our kids to go scream that in a escalates when you're an adult yes those things need to be like no yeah i'm sorry but i'm gonna put my dad voice on and i'm gonna put my foot down yeah and this ends now yeah we can talk about it in an hour when you're when your emotions are where they're supposed to be mm-hmm. i'll come to that communication calm mm-hmm. relaxed and very like in discovery of where you're at. But right now it's over. Right. Done. Can we just quickly before oh, we wrap? Oh, you have some. I just want to say this because I was thinking about Riley the other day. Riley's now nine. Yeah. Cooper is five. They're not the same age. And yet I find that we're treating Parenting them the same. We're treating them the same way. Yeah. And specifically, when I look at Riley, she's bored, but she's always, can I go outside and play with this person? Can I go outside and play with this person? We're like, no, 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 no. She's nine. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah. When I was nine, I'll tell you, I didn't even tell my parents where I was going. I was just outside playing with my friends. My summer was filled with laughter and playing with my friends. And I did a bunch of stuff with with my family. I find that we control Riley's environment a Mm -hmm. little bit too much. And her resisting us lately, I think is just like enough is enough. I'm nine years of age. I can walk down the street. We live in a safe neighborhood. I know all of the neighbors. Mm -hmm. I know all of the people that are here. Let me go walk down the street. And as opposed to me be like, okay, you can walk down the street now and I'll watch you get to the person's house. Because that's the behavior that we needed to do when she was five. I but we're so, still doing it. I get it. what you're saying. Like, we definitely could give her a little bit, like, more slack on the leash. I think for me, it's like, when she wants to go out and she wants to go on her hoverboard and shit, I have to be outside because she's on the road. And I'm struggling right now because I have Coop home and he doesn't want to go outside. And so sometimes I force him to go outside. But it's like, these last two weeks, and this is what I was, like, going to say, have been hard because I feel like I am... Because you are like, okay, so not to get into like a whole thing, but you are like, well, this is my week. 
Okay. So you show up and you're like, this is what I'm like. This is my schedule this week for work. And it's like, I am left to figure out my schedule around your schedule with the kids home. And I'm, I'm finding that hard and difficult. Talk about like the mental load because it's like we both have jobs and luckily I've rearranged my stuff so that I can be here for the kids. But I felt like it, it's nice. It would be nice. And this is where we're lacking in communication for us to sit down and say, how are we both going to function with the kids home for the last two weeks? Because they don't have camp where I'm feeling like it's like, how are you going to deal with this? Because this is my schedule. I get that. I also, I also know that I have a schedule and deadlines and things that but, have to happen in right, the real world so, between eight o'clock and five o'clock. So do I, I have They're my own, I ha- whoa, I also have deadlines. And the problem with my job is that my deadlines change constantly. I constantly have brands that are reworking and being like, I need you to get this in this time, this time rework edits, blah, blah, blah. I also have deadlines in the real world. Yeah, and I have more of a structured position and a, stru- a structured job that requires my presence. I'm not suggesting that you got to figure this out. If you th- if you don't have the time or capacity, and let's send them somewhere because during the hours of eight o'clock in the morning to five thirty at night, I am not an option. And I'm not saying that this isn't me being. It's only like, an option because I work them. from home no. and you can see me. But if I was in an office, you just wouldn't see me. I am not saying that this is you need to come and be a parent, and we need to shift. I'm saying. There wasn't a conversation about how we collectively are going to figure this out. Yeah, I, I, 100% you're right. And I feel like that this is also where my like, because um, I feel like I'm snippy with you. Because you feel like it. <laughs> I am. I will validate. Because I'm I am annoyed and I'm frustrated and I'm resentful that I'm just left to figure this out. And it's like, I wish that we would have had a conversation. I wish that we would have prioritized this. And this isn't all on you. Like I should have also been like, hey, we need to sit down and figure this out. So that we both can come out of this, not being frustrated with one another, because it's not me saying like, I know, like you are so busy right now. You are going from meeting to meeting to meeting. Like you don't have time to eat lunch sometimes. And I totally understand that. I'm fine to pick this up and figure it out. I think I just would have appreciated a pre-conversation so that we can both be like, this is the plan. What are we going to do here? Yeah. And that didn't happen. No, hundred percent. And, and also in my defense, I can't read your mind. So when it looks like you got shit taken care of, it's taken care of. It's out of sight, out of mind for me. If it's taken care of, it's taken care of. I don't have to put any mental capacity towards something that is taken care I of. I know, but the, like, I'm All not asking I'm saying, you to read my what mind. I'm, what I'm saying to you is if you feel like you're going through this right now and you feel like you're going through it alone, I will have a problem with that. But I understand where you're coming from because you're definitely not doing it alone. I'm not saying, I never but said that I was I alone. And well, it's not about you reading my mind. It's I about understand. you being like, oh, you know what? There is no camp for the last two weeks. I, like, do we have a plan for the kids? Like that isn't on your radar. And I, that's why I'm like, how I is know. that not on your radar? Because it's not on my radar. But if you put it on my radar, it's now on my radar. I'll sit down. I'll have a conversation with you and we'll work it out. I don't know it's a problem unless it's a problem. But you're absolutely you're absolutely right. There is an assumption that was made that you've got it figured out. And I allowed it to be what it is. And now we'll talk about it because now I know that that's not right. It's not accurate. And so now we get to we, now we get to see where our inefficiencies are mm-hmm. and we get to put together a plan. And that plan might just be. Let's find some place to send them. Yeah. Because I might, I might not be the option. And yeah, I totally agree. I think that we're just, we're a little bit binded right now because there is no, like there are no camps. Like everything is full. There is no place to send them. So it might look at, it might look like 
me having the kids all day. And then here's the baton that I've been carrying. Which is what we've been doing. Yeah, I know. But what I'm saying is we just didn't have a conversation. And this is also a learning process for us for next year. Like we know that the kids are batshit for the last two weeks of August. So we better make sure next summer that we have them like occupied or we are going to be frustrated. Mm. I don't want to go through this again. No, I don't either. (laughs) Okay. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. Well, that's a great way to end this podcast. I think it was great. Yeah, great. It was a nice yeah, conversation. It was a phenomenal conversation. And I hope that it was uh, a benefit to the to the people that are listening to this right now. Why do you, why do you sound so scared? I'm not scared. I just, uh, I love you. I love you too. And this is annoying. Have a good day. Boop, 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 boop. Oh, st- everyone. I'm Emily Beerley. And I'm Jennifer Chaikin. And we're licensed marriage and family therapists, owners of the therapy group, and hosts of the Shrink Chicks podcast. Every week, we bring you a new episode where we dive into therapeutic topics like inner child work, dating anxiety, family dynamics, relationships, and burnout, making them more relatable and understandable, leaving the psycho babble behind. We address the things you've been dying to ask your therapist, but don't know how and work to help you stop shooting all over yourself with the expectations society can put on us. Tune in every Monday to Shrink Chicks on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Be sure to follow along and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Prepare to learn all about you because in order to grow yourself, you got to know yourself. Hey.